What's up, podcast listeners? It's Drew and Andy here. Hey, guys. Welcome to episode 11 of the What's Up Castleberry podcast. If you're a first-time listener, welcome. We're glad you're here. Thank you. Andy and I are Castleberry residents. We're local pastors who desire to have casual conversations on this podcast for the good of the people of Castleberry about Castleberry-related issues and include guests and friends who are involved with Castleberry. We have a great guest for you today. Looking forward to hearing that conversation. Andy, I must say, my friend... I'm feeling a bit out of sorts. Yeah, we are not in our regular studio right now. We are very grateful to our assistant, Robin, uh, opening her apartment for us. And we are sitting around her kitchen table mm-hmm. um, talking here. So that's just one disruption, honestly. And what has been a lot of disruptions <laughs> over the last few weeks? I know. I'm a, I'm a man of routine. I have my same, you know breakfast every morning. I can eat the same foods. I wear the same sorts of clothes on a regular basis. This has been extremely challenging, but as we've talked off the air, uh, possibly, very likely, uh, the birth of some new normals, some new habits, some new creations, in fact. Well, I I think so. And just before we kind of get into this conversation, just to preface it, that when you listener are hearing this podcast, it's actually three weeks out from when we record it. And honestly, at the rate of speed right now, we as podcasts are in huge danger of being irrelevant by then. Um, but yeah, we're in a new normal. And some of that new is exciting and exhilarating. And I think this will be true three weeks from now as well. Yes. That some of that normal is really hard, difficult, and disruptive. And it's going to present some uh, unprecedented challenges for us as individuals and city and uh, nation, honestly. Honestly, probably even bigger, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) The world will be a different place when this is in the rearview mirror. Absolutely. And, you know, this takes us, I think, beautifully into our Castleberry in the news segment. Uh, some some news that's occurred just a little bit ago, but very applicable, not just to today, right? The the, the coronavirus, the, the spread of kind of this, this new normal and how are we functioning through the quarantine. But this news topic is very forward thinking. It's long lasting. It has long term implications. And we wanted to talk about the Seminole County bond refer- referendum that was passed uh, this month. Yeah, obviously the COVID-19 crisis has dominated uh, about 99% of the news. But as we're looking around the city, just before we were all sent to quarantine, our city was invited to vote uh, on a referendum that would approve uh, some uh, tax money uh, from us, the residents, to go towards the city to uh, improve and build some new parks. And um, the results of that were favorable for what was listed on the ballot that um, the citizens of Castleberry have said, hey, we want to invest in our parks. And so that money is going to become available for the city. And, um, you know, it's a little bit tough to take another very, very small tax hit. And what's a tough economic time? I want to acknowledge that. But uh, I think we're making a long-term investment in our community. Um, You you know, in this season of isolation, you know, the four walls of my house, they're well decorated and they got some beautiful pictures on, but they're not as beautiful as the outside in some of the parks. And it's been a great um, uh, escape for me to go and walk some of our parks 
uh, every day during this quarantine. Uh, six you know, six feet apart. Wisely. Six people you passed. And right. um, I've fallen in love with them. Mm-hmm. And I... I'm excited about the new opportunities. And I've seen some of the renderings of the park as well. There's a website. I don't remember what it is. Do you? It's like Go Parks 2020 mm-hmm. um, that the city has put out. And on there, you can see the renderings. And honestly, you look at these pictures and you say, hey, wow, that's a community I want to be a part of. That's right. Yeah. it's And, and in times like these, something... To, to look forward to, right? These parks are not going to be updated, renovated, built uh, immediately. However, uh, there's something really exciting that our current leadership and our, and our current citizens are looking forward 5, 10, 15, 20 years from now uh, for the next generation to enjoy and, and investing in our city with our time, our talent, and our treasure. And this is one small way that, that that's being accomplished is just a huge boom. It's looking beyond the immediate circumstances and looking ahead to the future. I love that because when we think of the immediate circumstances I mean every hour right there's been another level of close down you can't you can't you can't and it's almost like we're shrinking the world and I'm so grateful for the leaders in our city who are saying hey there's a bigger brighter bolder beautiful world ahead Um, let's just not become let's get through this thing let's be wise about it but let's not be consumed with the immediate because there's some great things ahead yeah, very well said. Andy, that's been our Castleberry News segment. Let's uh, transition now to our listener question. Let, we love to take a moment each week to answer a question that one of our listeners has submitted to us. The question from today, of course, is something that's on people's minds. I'll get to in just a second. But if you have a question, uh, a comment for an upcoming episode, we would love to hear from you. You can connect with us through our Facebook page, our Instagram feed, as well as our podcast feed. You can comment there in any of those platforms, as well as an email address, right, Andy? We have a new email address, and it's what's up Castleberry one the number the one, number what's one. up, Castleberry one. And there's a long story at, at Gmail at gmail.com. Yes. yes. Thank you. And there's a long story about why we have a number one on the end of it. And that has to do with my, um, uh, my lack of understanding <laughs> about how Google works, but that's a story for another day. That's all right. Well, what's up Castleberry one, because we are the number one <laughs> there you uh, go. podcast in Way to redeem right? my mistake. Boom, what's up go. Castleberry one at gmail.com. So we love hearing your questions in those different formats. This is a question I've heard several times. It says, Hey guys, what are some resources available for people regarding jobs, food, care in and around Castleberry. And obviously I'm assuming the question's being asked in light of events, uh, who's doing what, how can people get connected? And that's a great question. And I'll start this, Andy, by saying that our upcoming interview in just a few moments, Community Resource Network is a great uh, first point of contact, particularly for those, um, if you know somebody in your network or you yourself uh, are, are homeless uh, and, and don't have permanent residence, there's some great opportunity to connect there. But Andy, do you want to flesh out some of the other ways in which our community serving? Yeah, and I think this question is coming more into focus as we realize the weight of the current crisis we're in and are coming through. Um, you know, honestly, though, Drew, I wish there was a one-stop answer to that question. Um, but because as we talk about in our interview, um, there's not because everybody's situation is difficult and unique. Uh, in terms of food, 
Um, there are some fantastic pantries around town. Uh, Christian Help, Christian Sharing, Sharing Center, Second Harvest all do incredible work there. If you uh, have a student who's under the age of 18, uh, our local schools have made a commitment to uh, provide food for any student. So that's another great way. Uh, in terms of employment, um, again, we've had uh, the executive director of this organization on our show, Christian Help, right on Seminola, christianhelp.org. Um, they are the number one job placement agency in town. Their services are all free. And they're the go-to place in terms of uh, employment, I believe. Um, you know, I, I would give a shout out to the local churches as well. I mean, there are economic needs, there are um, food needs, there are health needs, all that kind of stuff. But once we can get back to it, uh, I don't think there is any organization in the world that dispenses encouragement and hope and love and care as well as the church. Now, churches have faced their challenges as well through this, and you've seen a lot of them go online. But there's some really creative, innovative ways that churches are coming up with to care for folks in need. So um, again, there are some, some great solid resources in our community, but I would encourage you to look for a church as well. If nothing else, the church can provide a friend who will walk with you in these struggles. Absolutely. Well said. And if you would like to know more about the different resources here locally, uh, please reach out to us via our email, our Facebook page, uh, our podcast feed, our Instagram feed. Let us know what your need is. Um, and we would love to be perhaps part of the, the solution as two local pastors, as two residents that are connected. We'd love to help connect you in any way that we possibly well, and, can. And here's, here's something we can do. Um, if you have need, uh, we can't promise that we'll meet it, but we can make an offer that would love to help connect you with someone who maybe can and would certainly like to walk through you with that. So if you have need, please email us at that email address, whatsupcastleberry1 at gmail.com. And we'd love to chat with you and uh, connect you with some resources for help. Excellent. Well said. Well, thank you for the listener question. All right, let's take a quick break with a word from today's sponsor. All right, today's sponsor, our founding sponsor, <laughs> Platinum Signs. What a great organization. Platinum Signs, thank you so much for your continued sponsorship. Community, we're looking for new sponsor opportunities. If you would like to promote your business, your uh, nonprofit organization, and especially in these times where we're looking to generate more business and, and more uh, folks hearing your business or organization's name, this would be a great resource for you. Just contact Andy and I through uh, our different social media channels or our email as mentioned earlier. But Platinum Signs, uh, is a, we're very proud to have a good relationship with them. They are a business-to-business business. -business. <laughs> we talk so much, Andy, about collaboration and coordination. Uh, Platinum Signs lives that out, literally in their statement. They desire to help businesses be able to communicate their vision, be able to present what's going on in their world um, to other businesses and to other individuals in the community. Yesha Patel is our contact there. They are located directly behind the target uh, off of 1792, please make a point to reach out to Platinum Signs for all of your business needs.
All right, welcome back. We have been busy during that little break rearranging our social parameters as we have added another guest to our table today. Uh, we're all at uh, the right uh distance from each other, so uh, no inappropriate sharing here, uh, at least not in terms of the physical space. Who knows what the conversation <laughs> is going to, to, to go. But we have a very, very special guest with us today that we are honored has come to join us today. His name is Evan Smith, the Director of Faith Partnerships at Community Resource Network, uh, an organization in our community that exists to serve our community and to, to help uh, folks in need. Evan, we are delighted you're here. Welcome. I am delighted to be here. I mean, needless to say, when I first heard that y'all were doing this podcast, um, it was it got to the top of my bucket list of things that I wanted to do in life. So here I am, you know, crossing that off. So thanks a lot for having me. <laughs> That's right. Again, afterwards, we'll help you with a new bucket list. That's a part of the process. Yeah. So Evan, tell us a little about yourself, who you are, and and what you do. Yeah. So so um, as you mentioned, I work for Community Resource Network, um, and we are a startup nonprofit. Um, I'm director of Faith Partnerships. Um, but a little about me personally, you know, I am I am from Seminole County. I'm from a, a little town called Sanford, um, right around the corner. Um, not so little anymore, though. No. I guess that's another. Maybe that's another podcast episode. Um, but yeah, I was born and raised in Sanford. Went to Seminole High School. Um, graduated from the University of North Florida up in Jacksonville, where all my family is now. Um, but I'm uh, but I'm here working for Community Resource Network, which you know, as I said, you know, is a startup nonprofit. Um, we're just over two years old, um, and yeah, we're working to be a part of the the solution for families who are who are at risk and precariously housed. So I, I love that. I know that's a huge need in our area. But just kind of staying with you personally for a little bit, in a strange twist of fate, uh, it has come to my attention <laughs> that you and Drew actually went to middle school together. That is accurate. And so, uh, as you've introduced yourself. Maybe Drew, you could introduce us to twelve-year-old Evan. Sure. And Evan, I'll let you introduce us to twelve-year-old Drew. Well, we went. That's a great. I'm nervous segue right in. now. <laughs> being introduced to twelve-year-old Evan. It, <laughs> Go on. Oh, you like him? It was uh, amazing that just God ordained bringing kind of us back together here in Orlando, Florida. Yeah, Evan and I went to middle school at a very, very small private school called Hernando Christian Academy over mm -hmm. in Brooksville, Florida, and. And, uh, Shout out to Brooksville. Yeah, there you go. And uh, Evan and I, the first real interaction was on the basketball court, which is ironic because now we're in our 30s. We still play basketball together a couple days a week at Willow Creek, although now I would admit we're both a little slower, a little more sore. He's being uh, generous. But, <laughs> but Evan was um, definitely somebody that came in because it was a small school. It was very evident. And who's who's new? Evan had a cool vibe about him. No he doubt. Was, he was a very good uh, basketball player. And just you know, it's funny. I feel like a cool vibe now. Yeah. So today. He's a great, he's a snazzy dresser. We've All learned right. that about Evan, right? All right. So, so you're going to have to trust that because this is a podcast. They <laughs> have no idea if it's true or not. But thank you. Yeah. And so, so Evan, if you would describe Drew, I'm sure he was a different kind of cool. 
Tell, tell us about. <laughs> tell us about. Cool in quotation marks. I don't know what that means. Um, yeah, you know, God does work in in really uh, amazing ways. You know, Drew and I, when we first sat down together, I think it was about two years ago or so. Yeah, at the Breakfast um, Club in Castleberry. At the Breakfast Club, which I learned was the spot to go to. It is um, one of the spots to go to, at least in the in the city of Castleberry. But yeah, you know, Drew um, back then uh, was. We call it the club. The club. Yeah. Okay. All right. The things I learned. Uh, but <laughs> you gotta wear a jacket to go there. Really? Yeah. Wow, that is a little Just so you fancy. don't get grease on your shirt. Yes. Okay. <laughs> the things I'm learning in a day. Um, but yeah, Drew. Drew back then um, was was not so, or or really at all different than Drew is today. I mean, Drew very quickly. Um, it, it was obvious that he was just a genuinely good person, a genuinely nice person. Um, he has a heart for others. Um, and so that was true, you know, when we were 11, 12, 13 years old. Um, and it was very evidently true still when I when I started to spend time with him, you know, two years ago and the time since then. So This, is, this feels like I'm caught in some mutual appreciation society. Listen, yeah. Bro- Brooksville, if, you, yeah. if you've been in Brooksville, if there's a bond that goes... <laughs> it can be, it's unbroken. It's unbroken. <laughs> it's un- Brooksville's strong. Uh, Brooksville's strong. strong. <laughs> I think we should talk about Castleberry, though, Andy. I'm, I feel like our, our guests... Oh, are probably we're not going to find any dirt are we yeah no no no, no. <laughs> I, you know it is funny though you mentioned that because the, it is pretty regular when i sit down with people and, and we talk about drew that they ask for some this proverbial dirt about drew and we may just all have to get comfortable with the fact that there is no dirt Maybe you should run for office. I'm sure someone would find something. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that way yeah, they probably would. <laughs> or at least make up some good stuff. <laughs> but you're right. Let's get back to Castleberry. Yeah. Evan, um, we've had the privilege of, as you said, getting to know each other uh, as adults and in your role at Community Resource Network. But the city of Castleberry, in terms of your job, Community Resource Network, has kind of come on your organization's radar. Uh, why is that? Tell us about the connection with Castleberry. Yeah, well, well, you know, first of all, um, the city of Castleberry will always be on our radar because it's a part of our DNA because we were launched as an organization right around the corner um, at Northland Church. Um, so we ourselves as an organization are kind of from the city of Castleberry, um, which is really, really important to us because, you know, when you start to think about origin stories, um, you know, where you come from is always very important. So so that's why I wanted to, to, to make that very clear. Um, but yeah, you know, we launched a, a pilot project here in the city of Castleberry at Castleberry Elementary School um, last year. Um, and so that that has allowed us the opportunity to get to know the city of Castleberry even better. Um, and so this pilot project at Castleberry Elementary School was just focused on, on finding ways um, and, and finding the best way to, to support families who are precariously has, housed, have the students um, have students at Casper Elementary who are living in that type of situation. Casper Elementary is a place that's very near and dear to, to our house yeah. for a number of reasons. Um, so what are you learning about uh, our Castleberry community from this pilot? Yeah, it's, it's, a, um, it's a very um, collaborative community. Um, it, it's a community that locks arms um, when they believe in something. With appropriate social distance. Well, you know, <laughs> yeah, that is that is definitely to be considered these days. Um, but yeah, you know, it, it was um, it was it was clear very quickly that um, you know we were given the direction to to kind of focus on Casabera Elementary School, 
um, by you know Seminole County Public Schools. And, and so it was very, very clear very quickly um, that, that that was going to be a good place to launch this pilot. Um, you know, the, the pilot itself trying to support families who have students you know, at Castleberry Elementary who are living in local motels, who are doubled up with other family and friends. Um, that is not in and of itself a very easy thing to do, um, trying to figure out solutions for that type of situation. Um, and so we needed to, to be at a school, in a city, in a community um, that was best fit for that type of project. Um, and so, like I said, it became clear very, very quickly that the city of Castleberry, Castleberry Elementary, um, were the perfect place to do it. And a lot of that comes down to just the commitments from various people, organizations, um, you know, just the community itself to being a part of something um, that's making a difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love to use the word collaboration. That's Andy and I. One of the reasons we founded this podcast was simply to obviously he and I collaborate, but they encourage the collaboration and communication of what's going on in the city. The word collaboration is actually in CRN's vision statement. I read just a sentence. You obviously know this, but for our listeners, it says we see a future where homelessness is the exception because of the collaborative effort and collective resources of government, business, nonprofit, and the faith communities. Uh, What a great example of kind of the community, right? The city as a whole coming together. Um, Can you give some, maybe a specific example of how you've seen agencies in these different sectors of society overlap and kind of work together and collaborate in some efforts? Yeah, say say that statement. Five times. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, uh, uh, it's a big T-shirt. It is. It is a very big T-shirt or a bumper sticker, even. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, and, and so when you start looking at an issue um, like like homelessness um, or poverty, um, they are just such complex issues, um, and so it is it is um, integral to any response um, to those issues in a community that there is just really robust collaboration, um, and and we're very lucky and blessed in Central Florida um, to to have collaboration in a way that a lot of communities struggle to to get to. Um, And so when you look at, say, an issue like those who are experiencing literal homelessness, so those individuals especially um, who are on the streets of Central Florida, even here in the city of Castleberry, um, we have one of the best collaborative systems amongst a, a, a pretty large group of nonprofits, government jurisdictions, um, healthcare providers working together um, to create, like I said, one of the best systems in the entire country. Um, you, you look at an issue like um, veterans experiencing homelessness. Um, you know, not just a, a handful of years ago, um, there was a massive effort um, between different nonprofits, between different churches, between different healthcare providers, government jurisdictions to send out. 600 volunteers um, across Central Florida um, to try and identify any and every veteran who was living on the streets. Um, We did that very successfully. um, And now there is a way by which a veteran, if they come to be experiencing homelessness, can very quickly um, be placed into stable housing again. Um, You know, 2014, um, Florida Hospital then, Advent Health Now, um, they they stepped up and committed six million dollars um, to the region's response to homelessness. Um, that doesn't happen every day. That doesn't happen in every community, and that happens because this community is a large Central Florida as a whole. Um, we work well together, um, and we lock arms when needed. So, 
Yeah. Yeah, I think that's absolutely crucial in solving any problem, really. I mean, as I look at my small influence and the size of the problems before us, there's nothing I can do mm-hmm. to address those problems. But if I uh, partner with Drew, then we got more of a chance. And if we partner with you and you partner with them and them and them, uh, together, we can really make it make a difference. Uh, Evan, the, the founder of uh, CRN Community Resource Network is Dr. Joel Hunter, who is a uh, mentor and uh, hero to me. And I've heard him say this many times. He paraphrases Leo Tolstoy, who said, that all happy families are alike, and each unhappy family is unhappy in their own way. And Dr. Hunter tweaks this by saying that each family in poverty is unique in the causes and reasons of their poverty, mm-hmm. right? So, so let's just kind of unpack that statement a little bit, right? Folks who are doing well in life tend to have a lot of similar things going for them. Mm-hmm. But Tolstoy is saying that if something isn't going well in life, if there's a family, a person, a pocket, then the needs of that person are all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you see this kind of manifesting in the unique work that you do because it's not like you can say hey here's here's the answer here's the magic pill swallow it and everything will be all right because the the symptoms are so different how, how do you see that playing out in in your role yeah yeah um you know the the commitment that we've made as an organization is to solve for root causes, not just symptoms. Um, And I think oftentimes, you know, our response to issues like homelessness or poverty are to just address symptoms. Um, And and although there is is an opportunity to do that, not to say there is no need for it, um, the root causes are what are, are, are what keeps families especially um, in the cycle of instability that they often get caught in. Um, and, and so, you know, I think that, that when you look at, a, when you look at a, a, a quote like that and you use it to kind of frame the work that we're trying to do, you know, housing um, or lack of housing is a symptom. Um, being stuck in the cycle of poverty is a symptom, um, but when you start to dive deeply, especially working with families, you start to um, be, be made aware of the root causes of the problems that they have. Um, and that's when you start to see the uniqueness that comes with each and every family on their own. Um, and, and so that is that shapes what we do um, in, in a way that, that makes it a little bit more challenging um, because, you know, it is very complex. Um, somebody who is who is living in a local motel um, has a, a, a list of, of things that they need to have addressed um, that unfortunately weren't um were created overnight, and so the the solution for those issues, for that list of issues, yeah. um, will not be achieved overnight. Yeah. Um, it takes time, it takes commitment, um, it takes false starts and aggravation. Um, but you know, it, it's it's not so different than than our own lives, and and we live um, fairly stably, um, at least in the big grand scheme of things. Um, but we still have unique challenges, you know, to, to ourselves. And, and so, you know, if, if that's true for someone who does have a roof over their head, um, who does have their own home, um, it's even more true for, for these families who are stuck in these cycles of instability 
um, because, you know, there's just uh, oftentimes, you know, a, a lifelong, if not generational um, problem that they're trying to escape from. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's great. Evan. Um, well, that's not great. No, but that's a great answer. It's a great information. Yes. Yeah, great answer. Uh, Evan, in our multiple conversations, uh, obviously your title is working with faith communities. And so as a pastor, Andy is a pastor, uh, it's, it's been interesting to hear when we think of the word poverty, we think of the word homelessness. Oftentimes, even folks that really, whether you're part of a church community or not, you want to help, but that can feel just so overwhelming and for the individual feel like I'm powerless to make any sort of impact, right? Um, what would you tell our listeners uh, that are some opportunities if they, I assume, are going to be engaged and connected? Hey, what is Community Resource Network? How can I come alongside practically? Can you give us two or three just tangible ways in which um, individuals that are listening to this podcast today can be a part of the work that, that y'all are doing in Central Florida? Yeah, I mean, we, we've talked about it um, a couple times already. Collaboration is the key when we look at issues like this, even for an individual in a community to be a part of the solution. Um, so whether it's it's partnering with and collaborating with Community Resource Network or staying local um, and being very closely connected, maybe by um, uh, uh, financial support or, or volunteer hours committed um, to a local organization. Um, I mean, there are some wonderful organizations that are not so far from where we're sitting today. Um, the Christian Sharing Center, Christian Help, mm -hmm. um, two great examples. Um, so I would I would encourage people, um, you know, individually um, to make a commitment to organizations like that, especially um, that they just keep showing up. Um, that it's never a one-time thing, um, that they make a commitment to the organization and the clients of that organization. Um, and then also, this is, this is what I always at least try and say, um, is you know, there's, there's a lot to be said for um, the humanity that's involved or the lack thereof when it comes to an issue like homelessness. Um, and so although we can be overwhelmed by the complexity of it and what we can do in that complexity, um, don't ever miss the opportunity or the importance of just acknowledging someone you may encounter um, in your everyday life who appears to be experiencing homelessness. Um, a, a wave, a hello, um, just a few moments of conversation, if that's safe, is that if that's comfortable for you, um, can really change someone's life um, because the the... The issue of homelessness and the experience of homelessness can be one of the most isolating experiences somebody has to go through, um, especially those who are living on the streets. Um, they have, you know, hundreds of people oftentimes passing by them every day, and in in most of the time acting as though they don't even exist. Um, and so, you know, just acknowledging that person's um, humanity, yes. um, their existence, can yeah. really be a part of the solution. I, I love that idea. As I've kind of stuck my head in this homelessness issue just a little bit. I, I've often thought that giving the homeless our time is often as uh, important and effective as giving our, our resources as well. Someone who can listen to their stories, understand them and support them that way. Uh, yeah, when it's a big block, there's nothing we can do. Mm -hmm. But if we look at the one uh, and see them and hear them and get to know them, then we can do something to affect the one. Evan, we are, are so grateful that you've been with us today. We could uh, have much more of a conversation. We'd love to 
have you back uh, as soon as you remember some of those stories about 12 year old Drew <laughs> we'll talk still, about I'm gonna make some phone calls we'll call Brooksville that's right but tell us uh, how folks can find you connect with you and yeah. connect with Community Resource Network yeah communityresourcenetwork.com um, is the best way to get connected with us as an organization and members of the team um, obviously we like everybody else are on Facebook um, so so, you know, Community Resource Network on Facebook, um, that's where you can stay up to date with a lot of the things that we're doing. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, and, and call call Pastor Andy. Um, I'll give his cell phone number out. Well, thank you, Evan, for joining us today. Just uh, just before we close, one PSA, something you said um, kind of stimulated a thought in me. These are tough economic times mm -hmm. that we're in right now because of the virus. And obviously, when we release this show, we'll be another three weeks in. I'm mm -hmm. sure lots will have changed. But I'm pretty sure that we'll still be in a tight economy. And so there are two things that will happen there. One, the needs of uh, the population that you serve will increase. And secondly, unfortunately, it's likely that giving to some of the ministries and organizations that help this population mm -hmm. will go down. So I would just like to encourage uh, our listeners, especially in this hard time, because of this hard time, please continue to be generous to organizations that are helping out this issue. Evan, thank you so much for joining us today. It's me. been a pleasure to have you on What's Up Castleberry. Thank you, Evan. Bucket list complete. <laughs>Wow, what an insightful interview from Evan. Uh, love all that he's doing, love his understanding of it, and love how he's leading our community uh, to address some of these very real issues. As we prepare to wrap up, we have our inspirational thought for the day from Drew. Yes, uh, this is uh, one that would be familiar to you listeners, I assume, and applies very much to what we heard from Evan. Do or do not, there is no try. And that's Yoda from Star Wars. And no, I will not do the Yoda voice. <laughs> I was waiting for I that. I knew you were. <laughs> do or do not, there is no try. Uh, my encouragement, our encouragement to you is in whatever way, in your little pocket of the world, uh, engage in our community. Do something, uh, even in the effort that's, uh, that, that, me that is significant. It means that you are uh, working for the, the peace and the prosperity, the good of our city. So thank you for the efforts that are being made. Continue on. And if you haven't taken a step, take a step in faith and know that uh, we're here to encourage you along the way. This, this is a time to do for one another. Uh, as the needs increase. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the What's Up Castleberry podcast, a casual conversation about our community. We are broadcasting this podcast from the kitchen table of our administrator, Robin Kepi. We are grateful to James Bittner, who uses his skill to make us sound good. The music is delightfully produced by Jeremy Birdsall and the graphics handsomely produced. Is that a thing? Do you have handsome graphics? Sure. Probably. Yeah, sure. By Christian Moscoso. Today's sponsor has been Platinum Science, and we are grateful for them. For more information, please check out and follow our Facebook page, Instagram, or podcast feast, all with the name Feast. Podcast feed. <laughs> feed. <laughs>
wonder what's on my mind. You're hungry. <laughs> All with the name What's Up Castleberry. Like and subscribe to our podcast and please rate us and review us. Until next time, Castleberry, have a great week.